morning, afternoon, evening, and welcome to the pH Balance. This podcast is called Independent Versus Anxious. This title was created, wow, four years ago. Um, However, this is only in November 2019, two years ago, that I have had a recent experience that matches this title. As a second-born child and oldest daughter, I've always had a sense of duty, responsibility and independence ingrained in every fibre of my body that I have found difficult to shift. Having two younger siblings, I was very involved in looking after them and helping out at home where I could with cooking, cleaning, even helping them with their reading and homework. Our parents trained and raised us in a way which cultivated independence, teaching us life skills and ensuring we knew how to cook, clean and look after ourselves. In my teenage years, I looked forward to the day where I could get a part-time job so that I could pay my own way and relieve some financial pressure off my parents, which came with having four children. I would even purchase travel fares, clothing and top-up vouchers for my younger siblings' mobile phones to help support further. And it brought me so much joy to be able to help in this way. However, being used to giving up my time and resources to others has been so rejuvenating for me thus far. However, when you're used to being independent, looking after yourself and others, it can be extremely difficult and in some ways impossible to receive help from others. Allowing others to give of their time and resources to me has been very difficult and uncomfortable for me as in the back of my mind I'm waiting to hear them ask for some sort of repayment which I would never expect that from anyone I gave of my time and resources to. This desire to be completely independent and self-reliant came to a head this week and God used this experience to show me who he was, my need for dependence on him and an increased willingness to receive the help and support of others. On Tuesday the 29th of October, after an out of hours GP appointment at the local hospital, whilst recovering from a chest infection and completely blocked ears, my firstborn was admitted to hospital. She was in the process of recovering from a chest infection, but her labour breathing had become laboured and reason was evident. This was the fifth time this had happened in 18 months. This time it had happened since the birth of our second daughter. She was five weeks old and thus my husband, who himself was recovering from a virus, had to go in with her and stay in hospital. In previous experiences, I usually stayed in with my daughter, my husband would visit or we would take it in turns to stay overnight. But this time, I could not go into the ward at all. I was breastfeeding our younger daughter and she was still so young. In addition, we didn't want to risk me picking up any virus or illness and passing it on to her. Thus, instead, I had to depend on FaceTime to see my daughter and updated via phone calls. 
after the first overnight stay with my husband being unwell and not getting to sleep until 4.30 in the morning, I could hear and see that he was getting more and more unwell. The following night was a similar pattern with my husband not sleeping until half four in the morning. He was getting worse and this was not sustainable. Again, in previous hospital admissions, remember I said it's happened four times before, this was the fifth time. Zara's grandma would have come to help us by bringing food, giving us a chance to nap and freshen up in the daytime. But this time she was abroad. Thus the help was gone. This was the experience where God wanted me to, to teach me to be more dependent. I had learned very well to be dependent on God, but I had struggled up to that point in asking for help and being dependent on others. Allowing others to help and support me did not come naturally and it is something I intentionally started to do when our second child arrived. But this experience challenged me to practice dependence even more, dependence on God to provide people who would be willing to help us. A friend based near the hospital who planned to visit me with food as a new mum, I redirected to the hospital and she ended up being one of the greatest supporters in this period of time food, playing with my daughter so my husband could rest. She then informed an old friend of mine and she came to my home to drop off provisions, took her daughter to the hospital to play with our daughter and has offered help in the future. My husband and daughter were transported to a different hospital by ambulance which meant that they had to leave the car behind. However, a local friend with three children under five offered to take me to a local, the local hospital, pick up the car and later brought suit to my home for dinner. She has truly been a listening ear, encourager and supporter. Finally, another friend, who herself just came off a 12-hour night shift, came to the hospital in the morning, gave Azaria a wash, put her in fresh new pyjamas, organised the area and released my husband to go to Amy to be seen by the doctor to find out what was wrong with him. My father, brother and sister-in-law travelled down from London bringing suits, fruit juices, water, cold and flu medication for my husband, took over giving our daughter lunch and engaging with her so my husband could be seen by the doctor and could rest. The same day I started to prepare for people to support my husband in hospital with our daughter for day three in the hospital and I already had people ready to help. However, thanks be to God, she was discharged and allowed to go home. What amazed me in this experience was the many yeses I received from people, the willingness to help. God was showing me that he had his people waiting in the wings to help, his angels in human form. This takes me to the verse, Ask and it shall be given to you, seek and ye shall find, knock and the door shall be opened to you. Not wanting to be a door burden up until this point had prevented me from experiencing God's provision on another level through people. It taught me just as I was so willing to help others there are others who are the same and it was important that I allowed them to be of help and blessing to our family. My husband and I have always known it takes a village to raise a child but through this we were able to visually see who our village both local and distant were. We are grateful that we are not alone in this parent and life living journey. We are truly hopeful for the future as we expand our village and support each other. Lastly I saw my daughter's resilience secure attachment to her daddy, and joy and peace in the presence of old and newfound friends.
it honestly gave me so much peace I did not at any point have any anxiety about her well-being without me as I saw the genuine love and care that her friends and family had for our daughter loving and caring for her like she was their own but truly encouraged, grateful and thankful to God, my extreme independence in parenting caused me to feel alone and hopeless. But my increased dependence on God and his provision of support through himself and others has caused me to feel liberated, joyful, supported, and is lifting the independent burden I have placed on myself for far too long. Thank you, Jesus, for doing what it took to show me the joys of healthy dependence. And I hope that you're encouraged that if you are someone like me who loves being independent that you encourage to show more dependence and allow others to help you god bless